From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice known as Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people, because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You are not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. It's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Ahrens. As a seasoned, licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and connect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile is passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time to get mental. And now here's your host, Cecile Ahrens. All the things they say should matter, corrupted by the senseless chatter. everybody and welcome to Get Mental Radio here on The Answer San Diego, 1170 AM and in North County we are at 96.1 FM. Thank you for being with us and I am so excited about today's show because we are going to tackle the complicated subject of dating, especially dating in today's digital world and how to navigate this uh, very challenging landscape for many people. So before we begin, I just, uh, for those of you new to the show, my name is Cecile Ahrens. I'm the owner of Transcend Therapy, where we provide individual couples and family counseling. We offer effective, affordable, and solution-focused therapy services. We have therapists who are ready and highly qualified to assist you. And as a matter of fact, for those who don't know yet, we just opened another office. I'm very excited about that because Mm. we are expanding and able to support more people in San Diego. So call or text us 619-823-1382, and we will get you on the way to feeling and doing better. You may also check us out at transcendtherapyc8.com or listen to our podcast, Get Mental, anywhere you listen to your podcast. So um, I'm very excited because we have two guests today who are going to help us break down this subject, um, which I hope will be really helpful for people of all ages. Mm -hmm. If you're dating in the 21st century, I think you will find this very, very informative. So welcome, my friend and colleague, Andrea Guzman. Welcome back. Hello. Yes. Nice to be here. And we have a a new uh, guest on the show. His name is... Abraham Morales. Abraham. 
Abraham. Abraham Morales. Oh, wow. Is, wow. Uh, <laughs> like that accent. <laughs> is um, here uh, to join us today and illuminate us on what it's like to be dating in his age group. Because we are not, Because we are not, and I'm married, I'm out of the scene, (laughs) and I'm glad I'm out of the scene. But anyway, how old are you? Is it okay to reveal that? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I'm 27 years old. 27 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're gonna hear from a perspective of a millennial, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully between Andrea and I, we can uh, navigate uh, through the red flags and whatnot. And the other ages, other, you know, the challenges, of other um, of each decade uh, yes 20 30 40 50 60 70 there you go 80 there you go so you guys um especially you abraham mm-hmm. um <laughs> you're a lot more privy to some of the kind of dating challenges mm-hmm. that occur what are some of the like say the top three things that you find really frustrating and challenging okay just before i start i want to have this clear I am no expert. Uh, oh, that's yes. not the reason why I'm here. No. So I hope you can sh- help me shed some light on this subject and yeah. help me. Too. Yes. This is your experience. Thank you for clarifying so, that. Yes. We just want a, a real life person mm-hmm. actually uh, talking about this. I think the three most things that I find in dating at my age, um, I think number one would be um, just finding the right person. I think uh, for a lot of people my age, uh, when I talk to my friends and, and, and we say, hey, like, what's the kind of girl that you would like to meet? Mm. That's, al- that's always a hard question, you know? Yeah. So not being clear not being about clear what you like. About what we like. Or what you're looking for. Uh-huh. Ooh, we so can that we're, so we're that. constantly, <laughs> constantly meeting people and, 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 and we're figuring it, figuring it out as we go, really. Mm. And uh, as we meet a person, that's, that's how, how we realize, okay, maybe I don't want to, I'm not looking for a person that's, doing this or it's interested in this yeah. or yeah. in this profession. I think number two um, is when we meet somebody, uh, I think that we, I often find that communication is uh-huh. another. That's a big one. Yeah, another big one. What about communication? Because you guys now have the uh-huh. advantage of texting, messaging, all these forms of various mm-hmm. forms Emojis. of communication, right? But what's challenging about it? I, yeah, I think the challenging thing about it is that we have too much. Yes. You know, we have phones, we have texting, we have uh, FaceTime calls. You have we emojis. Have e- yeah, yeah, everything, emojis. So there's so many ways, so many routes to communicate with a person that uh, it just makes it hard to reveal who you truly are. Yes. If you're if you if you're trying to meet somebody, uh, let's say you're texting that person, um, you can. If you have problems talking to a person face to face, you can just text that person and and you know you, you can answer the question five minutes after he asks. Yep. And then it just gives you time to think about it. Oh, so I it, it, it kind of yeah. you can easily hide who you are. Right. Uh, so and then when you meet the person face to face, you meet somebody to- completely different. Right. And right. So, you can hide behind yeah. you can hide your personality right behind all of these uh-huh. uh, devices, technological yes. devices and avenues. It's not organic. It's not exactly. organic. There's yeah. no organic reaction. So communication, what's the third one? And I think the third one for me uh, right now is as I grow older, I realize that there's other things in my life that I want. Uh, for example, I'm starting an MBA this coming year, January. Mm. So when I think about dating, I then then I started thinking, oh, man, how am I gonna incorporate this into my life? Am I gonna prolong it even longer mm-hmm. to my 
oh, or, or how are you gonna fit? Yeah, how am I gonna in fit it in? Yeah, fit a person mm-hmm. into my life. So, uh, you get busy with life. You get busy right. with uh, your job, with your hobbies, with your sports, with uh, everything, and then it's just hard to fit dating into your life. So this is a great subject because this happens a lot. This part, what you're saying, right? Especially with my clients, it's like, well, you know. I met somebody, but they're not ready to commit. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you say to people if you're in that in-between stage? Do You you mean to be upfront with the person? Because everyone's well, always talking about, you need to be upfront with what you want. What? Right. But, mm-hmm. but like, say, in the case of um, Abraham, mm-hmm. Abraham, um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to them? Do you say, hey, I'm just not ready. I'm looking for something casual. Like, what do you actually tell them? I, I try to be clear with my goals. Um, when I meet a person... Uh, this is just how I do things. I I ask them, hey, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to do with your lives? What are your hobbies? So, And, and I tell them about myself, too, just so, just so that they can have an idea of um, like who where am you're I. going. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I guess for me, dating, uh, I just don't date just to date. I, right. I, I date with the idea of finding somebody who I can... You're selective. Yeah, I'm selective. And it Somebody depends on the can, person. Uh-huh. Because some people are not there to have a committed long-term relationship. So wouldn't you say this is a dating style? Because yes. there's many different dating styles. Yes. And a lot of people are just, you know, I've heard the term friends with benefits. I've heard yep. the term, you know, I'm just dating to see what's out there. Yep. I'm dating to get back in the saddle. You know, yes. I got out of a relationship. I'm not looking for anything serious. So you need to be certain of what you want in the first place, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Good uh-huh. point. And, and, and but... By no means, I, I try to scare people by telling them, hey, I want to get married with you today. No, that's not exactly exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, take it step by step. You know, you become friends. And if you see that things are not going well, then, you know, you just, just leave it there. And then. Yeah, just, I was like friends. you when I was dating. I was very just like serious mm-hmm. or, you know, meaning like I wasn't dating intentionally. Your time's valuable. Yes. Too. And yeah, I'm not just right? gonna, that's, that's we have to be on the going, same page. Yeah. I can't have like all these other anyway i'm not gonna mm-hmm. self-disclose too much but i'm <laughs> saying i feel you i'm uh-huh. i'm with you and as far as your dating style i think uh-huh. that's a great way to put it mm-hmm. what about if you know people are just looking for something casual i mean how do you start i guess the big question that um, a lot of my clients run into is how do they discern right which person mm. is really a good fit for them and in line with their values Right. Well, that's a lot of questions <laughs> <laughs> that you have to ask. And, you know, for not to sound like you're interviewing someone, mm-hmm. you know, ask them a, a couple of questions. And but when they disclose information, ask clarifying questions, ask them things, you know, about, oh, so um, you were born in, you know, wherever. what was that like? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like have them elaborate on something they've already disclosed versus and was your father a provider? Uh, was your mother overcritical? Like you don't want to like yeah. dig in like you're trying to dig for information because that can scare people away too. Like you're doing an interview, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to kind of like you have to practice. And do- I, I suggest practicing with your friends. Yes. Talk with your friends. Like, yeah. how are you gonna? Does it sound weird if I ask a girl this or? Especially for or, for people who have a lot of social anxiety, this yes. can be very 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 challenging. So you know, um, I hate it, to say this, therapy can really help people. With this process, you don't hate to say that. Wouldn't you love you? to say that. 
what I mean, meaning I don't want people to think I'm just saying that because I'm no. a therapist, but I really think it helps people develop pro relationship skills. Yes. Because it all starts with awareness, right? Self awareness mm -hmm. is how uh, is what will help cultivate the self confidence when right. you're dating. And then the rejection in the dating world is so brutal. Huge. You're mm -hmm. gonna need a place to fall when all of those things are happening <clears throat> to you. And if you're if you're not in a good place psychologically and emotionally, it can be super damaging. Right. So if you have support, self awareness, you know your your past stuff and how your past triggers mm. your present stuff. I think that really is what helps people navigate this successfully. Right. The other thing that I find like with my clients that I'm um, that I have in my office right now that are dating. Like I it, actually them talking with me every week. It's like I'm on the journey with them. Yes. So I can guide them back to, you know, checking out the red flags on that person. Yep. Um, what do you want? Remember What's going what on with you, your past, what you're going your past trauma triggers? Are your yes. past trauma triggers affecting you dating this person now? So yep. you can bring a lot of those things in and keep them, you know. Keep them focused. In tune. It's like, you know, fine tuning for dating. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's a really great point, you know, because that is what I see happen to for some of my clients. And, and in return, they end up just being more centered, mm -hmm. more grounded mm -hmm. and more clear about why they're saying yes to this person and why they're saying no to the to all the other people, you know. So what are your thoughts about that? Wouldn't that be nice to have like a dating coach, so to speak, helping you navigate? Well, there, there is such thing as that, actually. I know there yes. is. And I have some feelings yeah. about that. That's another show. But yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think uh, at some point in my life, uh, I never thought that being aware of, 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 uh, of your past could help you in, in dating. Yeah. Uh, since I started running, um, uh, that was about three years ago, uh, I realized that... Um, it has helped me to become a better person. It's, I don't think running is just a sport, you know? Right. You, you get to uh, understand uh, the stress in your life and, 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 and what do you need to become a better runner. And, and running has helped me also realize, uh, you know, that I need to be a better person. Right. Um, and to be a better person, you need to check past your traumas. And, yes. And, and addressing the traumas in my life has helped me to become a better version of myself. Yes. Therefore, being a better candidate for somebody yes. who's you know, looking for a partner in life or, or, or when I'm dating somebody. Yes. And so I, I agree with you uh, that when it comes to your you know, mental issues or traumas in your life, you should be, you should be addressing those because yes. it will help you become a better, better version of, of yourself. Yourself, yes. And you take all of those things with you. Uh -huh. You know, have you ever heard the saying, same, uh, di same, mm, different person, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because right, repeating the cycles. Yeah, like why do you keep going uh -huh. for the bad boy or the bad girl? Yep. Yeah, I, I have a lot of clients repeating cycles, and it's because they haven't addressed their past trauma or their. Yeah. I call them past hurts. Yes, it could be many different things because trauma is kind of a scary word for some people. Sometimes yes, they're just like trauma. Well, yeah, wasn't a trauma and. People don't identify, mm -hmm. you know, there's With that word. the different intensity levels of traumas. Yes. So past hurts, past wounding uh -huh. or sometimes. Rejection. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of my male clients, I come uh, come in and they have, you know, depression and they have um, a hard time getting back on the dating, um, in the scene. dating field mm -hmm. scene. Uh, for example, I, I seen I had a lot of clients like they were uh, deeply rejected by their first love. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm, this is very gender specific what I'm talking about males yeah. because that first hurt 
is very, very difficult, I, in my experience, in, in counseling males, for them to get over that rejection. Because mm-hmm. they view it as a rejection. Right, you right. Know? So, yeah. That, going, getting back into the dating scene after that and going, oh, I don't want to be rejected again. Mm-hmm. I'd rather mm-hmm. just do X, Y, and Z. Right. Instead. But I'll just play it safe. Right. You know, I may not be happier, but I feel so much more comfortable here. Yeah. So I'll stay. It's here. avoiding yeah. the hurts. So mm-hmm. back, you know, back to your your V word, the vulnerable. You, know, yep. you have to be very vulnerable and and bring it, and to tie it back in with a therapy. If you're going to therapy, you're more than likely working on bettering yourself, so boosting your confidence, mm-hmm. so you can be ready for the rejection. Yes. And just let it get it kind of. Meh, I got rejected. Yeah. Meh, whatever. Yeah. I would and and having a different perception of it's not there's something wrong with me. That's why they didn't mm-hmm. want to go out with me mm-hmm. or it didn't work. It's mm-hmm. because, you know, um, they weren't right for me. Yes. It's, it's not taking it so personal when you get rejected. Right. And that takes some practice. That takes some practice and work. And that's what I mean. Like, it's hard to get to that level of self-esteem uh-huh. and insight if mm-hmm. you're not working on yourself mm-hmm. and healing those hurts. Right. You know, that's why I think for many people, therapy is almost necessary. But, but how do you tell I them? could not have dated in the way that I have dated if I didn't have that kind of, you know, right. help or feedback or mm-hmm. internal resource, right? But, but it's, I, I'm always telling my clients too, it's, it's about not only you going to therapy, what about the person you're dating? Mm-hmm. How much self-exploration have they done? Mm-hmm. Actualization, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't care if it's therapy or yoga. Or, right. Doesn't or, always have to be running. therapy. You yeah. know, it's got to be some type of like mindfulness that they're actively doing mm-hmm. because you want them on the same kind of playing field is you. They don't have to be completely healed per se. Right. You know, no from one their is. traumas. No yeah, one no is. one is. But if they're working towards it, yeah. and that's a person you want to be with. You want to be with someone that's progressing, yeah. not someone that's like, oh, I'm set in my ways. Yep. I'm not open to learn. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, so speaking of which, I started thinking about core qualities, mm-hmm. you know, that would make a relationship or dating experience successful or okay. pl- and, pl- and, and pleasurable, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the things that I came up with, and you guys tell me what you think, is the V word, vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Authenticity. Okay. Um, having enough or adequate pro-relationship skills. Yes. And we'll talk about that mm-hmm. more in a little bit. And the willingness to seek support, learn, and grow. Mm. I think if yeah. you have all those four things. Did it, you say it, communication in there? It gives um <laughs> and communication. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's a given. As but. part of vulnerability. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So vul- let's talk about vulnerability. Why don't mm-hmm. we do that? Because I know that's a big, uh, big topic and uh, people have a lot of misconceptions around it. What do you think? Let's start with you. Okay, yeah. What do you think when you hear the word vulnerability? Um, what do you think I, that means? So immediately I think about, um, I guess, us males, you know, as males, I think we have this idea that we can be vulnerable. Right. Um, because I we know. need to be this strong Five-year figure. Especially in the Latino culture. Especially no? in the Latino culture, <laughs> yes. Um, so you can be very vulnerable. Because it means what? Because you're weak. It means, it means that you, yeah, you're just weak. You can't Boys cry. Boys don't cry. Boys don't cry, yeah. And yeah. I think for a long time, that's something that I believed mm-hmm. uh, until I had to open up, you know. Mm-hmm. Even even with your family, there's certain barriers that exist yes. where you can't open up completely and so I realized that I had to open up about my own issues and and because when you get rejected that's mm-hmm. so true Andrea mentioned that just a few yeah. seconds ago it, it just it's it hurts a lot it and it, I've experienced it that many times you know yes we all and, have uh-huh and, and you, need, you need something to fall back on mm-hmm. and 
somebody but, to but talk to. But don't you to. feel like you start doubting yourself as a of person? Of course. Like, oh, well, yes. maybe I, if I would have had this going yeah. on, then they would have liked me better. Oh, yeah. And it then you're plugs, like, well, maybe I need to go back and work on that. It's It plugs right into what we call your core beliefs, uh-huh. right? That already existed before you even started dating this person. Mm. And that experience just like plugged right mm. into that. You know, I used to have a lot of I'm not good enough. Mm. core beliefs and so anytime you know a relationship ends and or, or they you know reject you what which technically they're not rejecting mm-hmm, you right? right it's just how it it's just how it feels mm-hmm. you know because i had that core belief then that was my go-to explanation oh it must be me it must be because i'm not good enough mm-hmm, right you know i'm not pretty enough i'm not smart enough blah blah blah, blah. but now of course you know being a different person today that i was then yeah. i don't think that anymore you know it's just I, you <laughs> attract people in your life that that reflect who you are i think at that juncture in your life mm-hmm. you know and sometimes it's feedback not failure right mm-hmm. right it's feedback to, for you and, and it's about the bigger picture of not taking that anger in because then it becomes a resentment and right. then you carry that relate that resentment to the next relationship that you're trying to seek versus right. just looking at it and it didn't work out we and were that's, for each other and that's and what just, dating is i'm not gonna sing let it uh-huh. go from frozen right? but i want to sing let it go yeah right. i always want to sing let it go <laughs> But that's what dating is. Uh-huh. Dating is like you're trying things on for size. Yeah. You're figuring out yeah. if you are a good fit. Right. So it's this. It's unrealistic to so expect. leave the rejection piece out of yeah. it because yes. that's wasted emotional energy uh-huh. yes. and negative self talk that it's not going to do anything. Easier so said than done. It is easier that's said than done. But this is the work that you need to put in. Is, this is the work you need to put in when you want to date. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. It's the work of love. Self love. Like after you get rejected, like. So well, like, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm sad for a little, but I find somebody to talk to, and oh, and, and you know, you're yeah. you're being vulnerable. Yeah, because right? I need you're to be vulnerable. Your friend, not, this sucks. This hurts. Yeah, and yes. Then we find something to do, you know, just to get it out there, and then you know, then you the run, next, and then I run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, you know, just you're back in the game. Yeah, you can't <laughs> stay in your house forever. You know, you can't be in your bed. You got good <laughs> coping skills. Yeah, but that's the gift of vulnerability. That going back to that, right? Is mm-hmm. people think, oh, this is so hard, this is so scary. And yes, it can be. But the majority of the time when you do it, you do Uh end up feeling better. And you you have you realize that you're not the only one who feels that way. Right. Uh Like vulnerability begets vulnerability. It gives people permission to also share with you and Uh talk to them about the things that they may have been Uh holding back because they think they can't talk about it or you won't understand. It's about judgment at the end of the day. It's about fear of judgment. Yeah. And so, again, which I keep tying it back into strong in your core self. Yes. Because when you're strong in your core self, mm-hmm. yeah, people are going to judge. There's plenty of stuff that we could judge each other but about. But it's not going to rock your world because right. you're you're more yeah. centered, you know. Right. And you know your faults. Yeah. And you're okay with your faults. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Your quirks. Yeah. I call them your quirks. It's not about perfection. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I realize that as, 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 I, as I've been doing that, being vulnerable, the next time I, I date, I, I feel a little bit better or more secure in myself. Yes. and things work out better uh so it's almost you know i almost feel like it's um just like you would get ready for a job interview mm-hmm. you get an education you go to college you you prepare a resume yep the same way it should be when you date you know yeah amen i love you, that <laughs> you get ready for it you you know you deal you with yeah you, you get better uh, the best version of yourself right yeah you prepare and you then prepare and then if it doesn't work out the first time or things just don't go your way then the second the second time you just figure out what didn't work out mm-hmm. what should i do better or or, or what would you, or what or what just what didn't work out you know right and then it's just like that you know you keep you're finding yourself you learn you, you learn, learn from it yeah you can learn from it you if you have learn. that attitude uh-huh yeah 
All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Get Mental Radio. Stay tuned for more. Supporting local business isn't always convenient, but at Ortiz Market, it is. Ortiz Market has all your shopping needs right at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. They're family-owned and operated and feature a huge selection of local beverages. And if they don't have what you're looking for, they'll order it for you. That means you can get what you want without the long lines you find at big-name supermarkets. The best part is they care about serving our community and are here to join the fight to destigmatize mental health and let people know you are not alone. Visit Ortiz Market today at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Get Mental Radio. This is Cecile Ahrens with Transcend Therapy, where we provide individual couples and family counseling. You can check us out at transcendtherapyca.com. That's transcendtherapyca.com. So going back to vulnerability, vulnerability doesn't mean over disclosing. Mm. Okay. I just, Mm -hmm. I wanted us to just talk about that because I know that gets really fuzzy for some people. Yes. So I call it emotionally barfing on the first date. (laughs) And then when I was two, my uncle said something. And then when I was, and then you're just like, whoa, I just learned your entire life story. And I just Yes. Not okay, guys. Like, you know. Not okay. The outdoors. How does that feel for you? As a, have you ever had that experience where somebody's just like over disclosing maybe TMI, too much information? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I want <laughs> the like, audience uh, to yes. hear. Yeah. What's that like for you to be on the receiving end of that? It almost feels like I'm acting as a parent at that moment. <laughs> uh, as a as a as a as a dad. And you don't want to ever feel like you're dating a daughter, you know, like or, or, somebody or your you cousin have to, like, or somebody you have to take care of. of. Yeah. You yeah. want to feel like you're Going out with somebody as that's equal as you. Yes. Um. It's okay. I mean, we talk about issues, talk about work and stuff. But maybe that's if you that's something you you need to talk to your therapist. 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 Yeah. yeah. So you really felt like a therapist is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and sometimes I help them out. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I right. Yeah. From the stuff it's that Andrea has kill, told me, right? I go kill. and tell them, hey, you know, maybe you should go and talk to this person. Right. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, that's good because I, I just wanted people to to hear that part too, that it's not just, um, you have to think about the person you're talking to, mm-hmm. right? You have to have enough self-awareness mm-hmm. that it's not just about you. It's not just about what you're going to get out of this, but mm. how are you making the other person uh-huh. feel seen and heard? Mm. And if you're constantly talking about yourself, then you're not being present for that person. No. Yeah. You know, and so that... Uh, then That's it, a big key that you, you're you not holding an equal... You don't have the skills to hold an equal relationship too. Yeah, but then how do you expect balance. that person to want to ha- ask you out again? Right. If you they can. felt invisible <laughs> and you just like told them your whole life story and they right. felt, you know, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. that's where the self-awareness piece can really help, right? Right. So you can Absolutely. be present with yourself and be present with other people. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I want to say to that, we were talking about this offline, mm-hmm. is it's really important to match the level of disclosure to the level of trust that that is in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. And trust needs to be built over time and earned. Mm-hmm. So just because you've known, you've gone on three dates or four dates, for example, uh-huh. doesn't mean that's the time to tell somebody that you know perhaps you've I don't know been sexually abused, for right. example. Unless, of course, there's a level of trust in right. that short period of time that warrants that disclosure, right? You can have boundaries. You can wait to disclose 
really personal things, you know. I also feel Especially it out. if it doesn't work out, then you, all your information's out there. But you can feel it out with a person yeah. too. Yeah. You can be like, hey, you know, um, I, I really, I, there's something I want to share with you. Would that be okay if I shared this? Right. And they can say, Oh, you can kind of feel them out first. Yeah. I mean, because if they be, don't know what you're about to share. Right. Well, you can tell them, you know, something about my childhood or you can give them some, you know, some clues, some little clues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see how they, they feel. Because some people, they can't take on your traumas. No. You know, they can't. Right. It, so. And I think what you also want to think about is why are you choosing to share that information? Right. What's your intention? Right. Do you have an agenda? Maybe mm-hmm. that you're not aware of. Right. You know, are right. you trying to elicit some kind of response from this person? Like mm-hmm. there's so, oh, many so many things yeah. that could mm-hmm. be happening yeah. unconsciously that you're mm-hmm. not aware uh-huh. of. And this is why self-awareness yeah. is so important. And I, I, and I want to maybe be vulnerable here. <laughs> Use it as an example, you know, uh-huh. Vulner- vulnerability to the, to the extent of trust, right? Um, at some point in my life when I started dating, when I was a teenager, I used to do this, you know, and I never realized that I was doing this, that I was going out with people and I was just, it almost seemed like I was having pity on myself, you know, because I, I was t- telling them like, hey, yeah, I had a bad day and this uh, happened to me and, uh, and this and this and that. And it just was horrible. Now, that's now like, that I, that's yeah. what we call Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> but, but to, like, now that I think about it. it <laughs> like put yourself in a victim role to draw them into you kind of thing uh-huh. you weren't mm-hmm. doing that on purpose no no, no. but was, looking back now uh-huh. you can this see his way of how, connecting yeah yeah it's yeah. a way of attachment but it doesn't work getting attention no, of course not no because no. it sets up codependency uh-huh. for one right of course. right yeah so what do you do now oh no not now I, <laughs> not that <laughs> n- now i talk about you know your achievements things that you want to do where you're going mm-hmm. and i've realized that you talk about the, the things, the great things that you want to do, the, the things you, that you like, the things that you love. You know, if you're cheerful, then you most likely find somebody that's cheerful. And yeah. some, if, 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 that's some, if, if that person wants to go with you in that direction, she'll be like, hey, I'm on it. Like, so let's talk more motivated. about it. And it's attractive. Yeah. It, it's, it's sexy and attractive. Mm-hmm. I think you so know, too. when somebody is like confident, uh, cheerful, uh-huh. right? Have a direction. And again, I'm not saying this to. Um, I hope. I hope uh, people who tend to be on the depressed and anxious side don't f- don't hear this as a as a negative thing, right? There are things you guys can do to um, show up in that way, even mm-hmm. though you may have yeah. depression or anxiety. And right. we can, therapists can help you with that. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make sure I gave that disclaimer. Mm-hmm. But it is sexy and attractive, you know, to be in the presence of somebody who's happy and generally like focused, energetic, motivated, mm-hmm. goal oriented. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, because I always look at, I always tell my clients look at it as, you know, if you're in the type dating style that abraham is to eventually find a mate for you know wife for life yeah for life you got to think about five years down the road mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you want someone that's motivated mm-hmm. you when you when you have a partner you get and you marry them that's what you get some people marry to hope that they're going to be to change right but it's like what shows up at the door right now if it gets better yay for you yeah but don't expect that it's going you know so so that's what I'm saying. You want the best version of, of your, what? Yes, of yourself uh-huh. so you can pick Not well. settling is really what I'm talking about too, not yeah. settling. And I help my clients. I, I, I am fascinated when I ask my clients, what are five top qualities that you want mm-hmm. in a person? They can't mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It can, it can, they're like squeezing out like <laughs> three. And I'm just like, <gasps> yeah, what? yeah. Because then that's when you really will settle. Oh, well, they're kind of attractive and well, they don't have a job, but they're going to get a job. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, <laughs> and you know, like, and they may not even think of it as settling. Right. right. It's just because of a lack of awareness, mm-hmm. a lack of clarity, like what you mm-hmm. said in the beginning yeah. of what you're looking for. Right. You know, so in, in, in therapy, we help people. And I do this a lot with my single clients, men and women. I do this exercise with them where I have them list all the things that they would like in a partner. Mm. I'm like, just free flow. Right. Think as big as you want, like mm-hmm. black hair, six feet, five million dollars, whatever yeah. you think it is. <laughs> Put it down on a piece Uh of paper. uh And then step two is we go through each of those lists, Mm. each of those items, and we really, I flesh it out with them like, is this a nice to have or is this a must have? Mm -hmm. Meaning Mm. you will not date them. A must have to me is you will not date them unless this quality exists. Right. And in that process, mm-hmm. people get really clear. Of you like, got that oh, list ready, Abraham? Oh, shoot. Abraham, like, is your list I ready? thought this was a must-have, but it really isn't, right, when they really think about it. And it's not like it's not meant to be a rigid yeah. list, but it's mm-hmm. more like if you want to date intentionally, you need to have a compass. You need to have a direction. Right. right. And so this is like a list that I tell them, bust it up, you know, take it out of your phone and just look at it you know, and go, okay, that's right. This is what I'm looking for. And then it helps them weed out, for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word, Uh people that may not be a good fit because then you're not wasting their time either. It's really respectful and honorable to do that, right? Because the more self-aware you are, the less time you're going to waste and the less kind of manipulative, unconscious, you know, emotionally dysfunctional tactics you're going to employ in that in that dynamic with right. that other person. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it keeps you goal oriented. Yes. Um, for example, I, I moved to LA when I was 18 years old to go to college and I, I had a goal in mind, you know, I want to do this. And I, and I, I remember telling myself, I don't want to be dating uh, in my college years. I was mm-hmm. there for six years. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if I hadn't had that clear in my life, I don't think I I would have graduated from college because I would have been all over the place, you know, especially in college. You know? Yeah, right. you meet so many people. Right. There's thousands of people on, on on the campus, and so when you have your goals, when you have the things that you want to do, uh, it just keeps you, yeah, oriented, F- focused, yeah, focused. focused, yeah. And you know the other piece to that, I think a lot of people, uh, including myself, sometimes forget is that you have to allow for love to grow. If that's what you're looking for, right? Right. It takes time. It takes yeah, and time. there's all these different time gaps when you're dating online and dating like there's mm. different time. Yeah, it can go slower. Oh it, yes, because it, what what's that about Abraham? Like yeah, the ghosting, yeah, yeah. the yeah. you know mixed messages, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the hot, the cold. What yeah. is going on with your generation? I, <laughs> You know what? I, Sorry, I know uh, this happened no, no. to it in previous generations, but it seems more rampant. <laughs> yeah. Right. This, at this time and age, for for you guys. Yeah. It even it, it even drives me crazy. Uh, for for a moment, I was trying dating online, and it just came to a point where I just said, you know, I'm just gonna stop with this. Just, yeah. just I got tired of it. Yeah. Maybe because I I like to have the person face to face, and maybe you do get that on, with online dating. I mean, I'm not. I don't have anything against it. Mm-hmm. I actually think. 
it works you know for some people it works yes, just because you have busy can. you can have busy schedules you can have your school whatever and online dating allows you to filter what you want you know mm -hmm. when you go for example uh, there was an app that i was using called uh, coffee meets bagel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I heard so about that. yeah so you say like oh i'm looking for a person that is interested in this likes this <clears throat> um is of certain height and you filter what you want right and you meet wow. with the person and you talk to them you and know? They have coffee and bagels if you want to <laughs> yeah so but, online dating doesn't do the entire job for you uh, it allows you to find the person that you're right. looking for but if, but sometimes it takes a long a long time you know yeah. it can be months yeah waiting around to, for the for match. you to find the coffee when you have the bagels because <laughs> that's how it is you give them bagels and they have coffee <laughs> silly thing but ghosting do you do that i'm gonna put you on the spot here no no that's okay uh, um and like when what you, if you're like it's, it's, uh, girls like totally into you and you're not but you don't know how to let them down or well, yeah that's like, the ghosting I, I think i i like to be clear transparent good yeah that's maturity it's mm. yeah i think it's I emotional it intelligence mm -hmm. because you're letting other people down or you're disappointing other people you can be leading them on on maybe unintentionally but when you're clear with that person you it just just better for the for the two of you right it's self-respect yeah right and respect for the other uh -huh, treat course. people the way you want to be treated yeah. i think is the is one of the best mo mottos when it you're is. with this dating uh -huh. um, landscape but some of the things that um talking about dating apps you know let's talk about some of the advantages right it's convenient mm -hmm. um it can be versatile approachable some people feel like they can be more vulnerable. Yes, because because they're not gonna have you're not gonna have the reaction. Yep. Oh, just let me just go out there and say it. Uh, yeah. We put it out there, whereas the, maybe they wouldn't say it to your to your face. Yeah, the anonymity, mm -hmm. you know, can sometimes help, especially if you have social anxiety and right. tend to be insecure and shy. So yeah. I can see that. Um, but what are some of the uh, disadvantages? Um, I think. Uh, it could be that it can be deceiving. Mm. You you see a picture of a person you might like. Yep. It's all about pictures too, you know. Yeah. Yep. If oh my gosh, if there's yes. no pictures and then yeah you yeah it's just like that you you won't select that person because you want to see something. Especially Delete. as yeah. especially yeah, as as males, um, you can have a great resume like I like to do this and that. But and then let's say you do find that person, you meet that person. You meet her. You meet her face to face, and then you realize that's. And they don't want to go on the hike. I've heard that they don't want to go on so the hike in mission trails, times, right? Yeah. You can. You can. Make I love hiking in the woods, and then you're like, okay, I'll set up a date for hiking. And they're like, yeah, nope. It is. It can be deceiving. Uh -huh. Yeah, you're you're right on on that. I've heard that so many and times. And the catfishing. Yep, that's scary. Yeah, that can be scary. Just yeah. the other day, I was uh, finishing my run, and then I saw a, a a note on my car, and it said, "Text me." And I seriously thought it was some somebody from the team, and mm -hmm. so I texted back, and then it was just a random person that said, "Hey, are you a runner at the park? I see you all the time. Uh, I like you. I think you're hot. That's what it said. <laughs> and I want to run with you sometime." And so I thought about for a minute, should I should I respond? Yeah. And then this person said that she liked to run, but she was not. She didn't look fit. Yes. Uh, or like a runner, you know. Mm -hmm. So it could deceive. It could be deceiving, you know. Yeah. It sound great on the text, but 
you meet the person that's scary but i i think about that like back in the day our version of that i sound so old but i'm really not but it, like our version of that someone texting you like that would be just somebody going up to us in the street while yeah. we're running and going oh, you're hot yeah. um can i run with you can i take you out? right it's kind of yeah, like a yeah. little creepy yeah you uh. know and somehow it's more socially accept acceptable to just hit someone up mm -hmm. right on their instagram page or facebook sometimes i get that too and i'm like Ugh, dude yeah like I know you? stop yeah <laughs> block right yeah. so anyway i think there's just a lot of those nuances and pitfalls and the texting mm -hmm. language you need a dictionary right everyone has their own way of texting too and they're They've gotten lazy you know yeah it's some people talk in like you know lols and omgs and, or just and i'm even dating myself by saying or a that. thumb or a thumb thumbs up or a you know, yeah. the different emojis, but like, what does that emoji mean? What yes, yes. That actually, <laughs> I did a little survey mm -hmm. on our Facebook group page. Uh -huh. You may have read some of it, like as far as like, what are some of the things that people find frustrating about dating? And that came up. That was a big popular one of like, like, are you mad at me? Why did you send me that emoji? Yes. Uh -huh. And then, and then you just, because if you don't know the person really well and the relationship's new, right. you just kind of like sit in that for days and you're like, yeah. you mad? It's bad behavior, it, though, guys. I'm sorry. I know. You have to reach out. You have to ask clarifying questions. You know, Just hey, call. Right. Or just call. Or <laughs> I know. just say, hi, um, I, I don't think that we're a good match. Or I'm confused about us. I don't know what I want. I like you, but here's where I'm kind of struggling. Just talk about it. Yeah. You know? But and everybody most isn't doing that. No, they're ghosting. This is what I mean. But it's a reflection of them, in mm -hmm. my opinion. The mm -hmm. way you function mm -hmm. in the dating world mm -hmm. is a direct reflection of you uh -huh. and who you are and your coping skills and your self-awareness at that time in your life. Correct? I Spot on. Yeah, correct. Totally. Yeah. So you can't keep blaming the other person. Right. Right. I mean, yes, people uh -huh. are going to behave badly. There are going to be those. <laughs> and there's they've always been around no matter what generation. Mm -hmm. But you can still you have more power and choice than you realize. Right. But that won't happen. You're not going to be able to access that part of you if you don't have s that support and that self-awareness. Right. Therapy, people. Back to therapy. Ooh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> therapy or some form of self-development. Cecile will normalize therapy. I believe in her. She is. <laughs> <laughs> you so, go to the dentist. Exactly. You go to the doctor for your checkup. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. People call it tune-ups now when they come in to see me, like, after they haven't seen Yes. clients that maintenance. Like, haven't seen. Yeah, ma exactly. I'm here <laughs> for my maintenance session. Great. Yep. The door's open. Yep. Like, yep. All right, everyone. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Get Mental Radio. Stay tuned for more. Got pain, inflammation, redness, stiff muscles? San Diego Cryotherapy can help. You'll feel the results immediately and with consistent use, you are sure to feel better. Using the benefits of cold therapy, San Diego Cryotherapy can help you heal naturally from injuries, speed up recovery from exercise, and support your overall wellness. Check out their infrared sauna and cryo tea shock. After a stressful day, the amazing infrared sauna will help you unplug, detox, and rejuvenate. Cryotherapy tea shock is the new craze in weight loss and body contour 
maneuvering. It can target stubborn areas and support your weight loss goals. People report amazing results in just a few sessions. Cryotherapy offers fitness, wellness, and beauty benefits to individuals striving to improve their overall well-being. Wouldn't you like to look and feel better? Explore the science and process behind cryotherapy at SanDiegoCryotherapy.com. Don't let the pain and inflammation hold you back. Start feeling and looking better today. Visit SanDiegoCryotherapy.com. That's SanDiegoCryotherapy.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Get Mental Radio. This is Cecile Ahrens with Transcend Therapy, where we provide individual couples and family counseling. You can check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. So let's talk about courtship. Mm-hmm. What um, happened to that? Hmm. I'm, I'm looking at Abraham. Abraham <laughs> what happened to courtship? You open the car door? What's going on? <laughs> Help us understand. Why yeah. is it a lost art? Like, what happened? I I think it's all... <laughs> I, in my experience, I feel like it comes down to what they taught you at home. Yes, um, yeah. right on, buddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a son, and I'm, I'm telling you, he's going to make a woman really happy one of these days, or... I mean, that's if he's straight, we don't know, right? right. I'm saying I can't assume, yeah, right. but someone, a partner. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. And so <laughs> if, at, if at home they taught you how to treat a woman, and even, not even just women, man, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? And how to respect other people the way you want to be respected, it just goes a long way. Amen. Um, and I think it also comes down to if you had, if your parents were divorced, yep. you know, if mm-hmm. you... Uh, your, if your dad left home when you were young, you know, yeah. all of those things. Fatherless, kind of didn't learn fatherless that. men. Yeah, and then yeah, it affects the way them, you behave, yeah. the way you treat women, the way you treat men. Your role models. Uh-huh. Like, um, I've seen, I just don't want to deviate from, from, from the topic, but I've seen people that don't have, or me, have friends that don't have a, a dad at home. Mm-hmm. And so that affects the way they treat women. Mm. Yeah. Or they don't have a mom at home and they treat women differently. Right. And it's just because they never had a, a woman at home. Right. They have sisters and they just don't know how to be gentle with them, be nice. How they don't to, treat a woman the same way you treat your buddies. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's yeah. a lost art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, courting, I mean, but what does that look like now? You know, right. like back in our day, it could be flowers or dedicate a song to the DJ. <laughs> This one yeah. goes but, out know, to my boot. You know, about like uh, taking them out, calling, or right. if, yeah. if, if what about text, flowers? Right, flowers, flowers yeah. going out. And you know what? Another thing that I think also plays a part in this is that is the whole gender equality thing. Where ah, mm. good point. If you're a man and you want to be nice or treat a woman out, you know, you, you call her and you say, "Hey, um, I just like to get to know you a little bit more. Um, can I take? Can you I out? take you out for some coffee, some lunch?" And then you go, and then. You, you want to open the door and like, hey, I can open the door for myself. It's fine. Thank you. Right. Or right. I can pay my bill, half of my bill. You can pay the other yes, bill. It's fine. It's I have, so have a job. It's so confusing for a lot of oh, uh, straight men. This actually comes up a it lot. Does. It's like we, you know, I have a client. It's like, I don't know my place because I really like independent women, but I don't want to, you know, insult them. And I'm like, be yourself. Yeah. Be yourself. They Talk can say it. no. They can, ha- they can have their boundaries, mm-hmm. but like that doesn't mean you can't offer and you can't be yourself. Right. Yeah. But it is confusing. Mm-hmm. So but like, but like, what else for courting? Like Abraham, would you like sing to a lady? <laughs> you know, I well, I like to sing. So whenever 
there's a chance uh -huh. I do sing. I remember one time. Um, Old was, fashioned. Yeah. There was a person that I, a girl that I really liked. And so we were at, uh, we were at this venue where they were singing. Uh -huh. And so I, I I went to the person at the band. Uh -huh. They were like, had some mariachi and stuff like that. And I asked them, hey, can I sing a song? I like to sing this song. And I like to sing this song. And uh, can you, you, do you guys know the song? Ah, yeah, yeah, we know it. And they play the song and I just started singing. Yeah. Because it's a skill that I have. And so I was going to use it, you know, use, use your skills to your, to your advantage. Right, but and you so, like to turn But that, that can backfire against them. Yeah, totally. In really? this gener I think, I, this is just my theory. Oh. In this day and age, right? They what can think that as like, oh my God, that was weird. Or this guy's whatever, I, you know? In but back in the day, that's like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. so sweet. But then again, I think it goes back to just meeting the right person that, you know, yeah, they match with what you like, appreciates yeah. what you like. Uh -huh. uh, that's why authenticity I'm is sorry, on though, my I don't list. care. This is, I think that passes all generations. If a guy's going to sing to you, I, I would He's love it. He's putting himself out there. He's being right. vulnerable. Uh-huh. But that goes back to authenticity, right? Yeah. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? But that could be a good che check, though. Because if she, if she's, like, then turned off by that, that's, that's not, not your person. person. Right. That's not your person. That could yeah. be a good check. That's just, mm -hmm. uh -huh. So that, I need you to sing to everybody you date <laughs> and see how they respond. <laughs> that would be one of your uh, musts. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm mm -hmm. kidding. I mean, and, and, I, and I do it. I uh, I, one of the first places where I started, you know, developing all my skills was at church. So there I, I started singing, I started playing the guitar and a bunch of other stuff, you know, public speaking. And then now wherever I go, you know, I use all my skills to try to attract somebody or try to uh, get yeah. to know somebody, you know. Mm -hmm. So it works. It works, guys. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Yeah. If a girl doesn't like you, right, what do you appreciate that they would say to you? Like, that, how would rejection, you know, for lack of a better word, uh -huh. how would you like for them to have that conversation with you? Uh, okay, listen up, ladies. I think, yes, listen up, ladies. <laughs> I think. And men, This too. is how you reject. Yeah, anybody. Yeah. Just just be authentic. Mm. Just say it. Don't, don't. And, and I hear this. From, don't avoid yeah, it. Don't, don't avoid ghost it. me. I hear, com I hear yeah. this uh, from the ladies. And, and tell me if I'm wrong, but. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been moments when I like somebody and then I just don't hear any response. And I ask their friends and then they say, oh, you know, she just doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Well, she's hurting my feelings by not saying anything or avoiding uh. me. Just be clear and say, hey, you know, I don't think this is working out. We can be friends if you want to, but I don't think I want to. I'm looking for a relationship with you or, right. or a relationship at all. Right. Um, and so I, you, you yeah, appreciate just someone of course, being I, frank and, and honest about it. And I think most ladies would too, right? And so even though we're all saying the same thing, mm. right? There's still all of this avoidance yes. and ghosting. Uh -huh. Yes. And just, it's avoidance of feelings. Yes. Thank Period. you. I mean, and, avoidance and of discomfort. Yeah. Or a deep hurt. Right. A lot of my clients, it's avoidance of abandonment. Right. Because they feel abandoned yes. when they get rejected. Yep. And that's really not what it is. It's yeah. just your perception right. of the situation. So again, it goes back to therapy. And again, I think there's a small part of the population, though, who are doing it knowingly because they're playing games. Right. And they're being manipulative. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're trying to be the Casanova. But that's just a quick fix. That's just a Band-Aid. Yeah. Let me just see how many ladies that I can catch. I, we know several. Well, I'm not going to mention any names. I think Abraham knows who I'm talking about when I say, like, there's a gentleman that we know that 
it doesn't really have any intention of being with any of these ladies. Right. But tries to attract the ladies to see who will be attracted exactly. to him. That's a very wounded person. Yes. Who's doing that. Yes. Right. But sometimes it's hard for, um, we're talking about heterosexual relationships here, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's hard right. for um, the ladies to decipher that. Right. You know. But that happens in the gay community too. Yes. Yes. I'm just saying. You know. I the, said the ladies. Band, right. Yeah. But it happens in, in relationships with, from if, if you're straight, right. gay, transgender, mm-hmm. all of these relationship dynamics, you know, are universal. Some of these relationship dynamics are universal, right? Regardless of your sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. That's why back to therapy. <laughs> back to therapy. <laughs> back to therapy because that's what can help with all of these things, you know, because your radar has a lot to do, in my opinion. Your ability to recognize healthy versus unhealthy relationships and toxic right. relationships has a lot to do with your stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Red flags. Mm-hmm. And I did come across this work sheet the other day was on green flags. And I mm. thought that was interesting. Yes. Because you need to know the red flags, but you also need to know the good stuff that you should be looking for yes. in a person. So, And sometimes I say yellow flags. Oh, oh what are those? That is TBD. <laughs> we need more information to figure out okay. if uh, they're red. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And see, and that's the difficult part of dating because my clients are just like, I don't want them to feel like I'm I'm questioning them or assessing them. But you kind of are. You're kind of shopping. Yes. But there's ways to do that in a non-threatening way. Right. You know, I think Mm -hmm. I have fun with it, too, though. Yes. And that's why I'm always telling my clients they're always want to do all this, you know, dating app stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are your hobbies? Right. You know, what is your hobby? Is your hobby golf? Go golfing. Because you'll find a like-minded person, right? Like it's or just open immerse- up your social network, right? And what I tell people too is open up your energy, because I mm. really believe energy mm. is at the center of attraction. Mm-hmm. Like if we're just talking about like quantum physics, yes. And, and if we believe that we're all energy, uh-huh. right? Which I believe that, um, and that's, that's scientifically speaking, that's true. Mm-hmm. So when you open up your energy, I think it allows for right. you know yeah. it depends on your energy though because you can <laughs> feel the energy like with people. yeah but if you open up the energy of love uh-huh. you know right i think then you're opening the door yeah. for somebody to walk into that uh, energetic field yeah so to speak you're, yeah totally yeah i I've, I've met people uh where i just see them smile you see them from far away yeah. and you just know like there's something different about that person you know yeah. you just want to draws go. you in yeah, yeah. And, I've, and i've had it you know the other way around where just somebody approaches me and they just say you know there's just something about you. Like I just wanted to say hello and 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 and, and just meet you, yeah. and you appreciate it, appreciate that too. You know, so yeah. I totally agree. You know, there's just some people where you it's charisma. Want to meet them? He's been described as a very charismatic. person. I can tell. Yeah. I can feel that energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we only have a few minutes mm-hmm. left, believe it or not. So self awareness. We're all saying the mm-hmm. same thing. Self awareness. And if you're stuck. You know what I'm going to say? Seek a therapist. If there are relational patterns that keep Uh repeating in your life, then that means there's some things that um, need to be healed. Yeah. There's one more thing that I want to say. Uh, I I also feel that a lot of people have this view of mental illness and and mental mental issues and Mm. therapy as Mm. bad. You know, it's like, oh, you're crazy if you go there. Uh So don't be afraid of it. Um, Look for help, really. If there's any issues that you have in mind, 
just go ahead and, and deal with them. It's better to deal with them now than 60 yeah. years down the road. Yes. Or when you're 80. You know? And therapy isn't for crazy people. Yeah. You know, that's such a archaic notion. Yeah. It's, you know, it's really, if you're into loving yourself and self-awareness and self-development, therapy is, that's what therapy is about. Yeah. You know, if you Absolutely. had, like uh, Andrea was saying, if you had a broken foot or something, mm-hmm. would you keep like suffering in silence and uh-huh. walking with a broken foot? Right. I mean, probably not, right? You'll mm-hmm. see a doctor and you'll try to get it treated. So it's the same thing with our mental and emotional health. Yeah. So on that note, thank you guys for being here. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. And um, we will continue this conversation. And for everybody listening, this is Cecile with Transcend Therapy. You're listening to Get Mental Radio. Mm -hmm. Please give us a call at 619-823-1382 for support. 619-823-1382. We also offer a free phone consultation, and we will help you get to the business of feeling and doing better. You can also check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. So, um, like I always say, be well, be gentle, get mental, because we all have issues. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. To learn more about Cecile, become a sponsor or guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons. Don't